This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. According to the Federal Bureau of Investigations, 40% of the missing children in America are black, and yet there continues to be a lack of media coverage and a high priority by law enforcement agencies when it comes to how cases involving missing black children are handled as opposed to missing white children. When they talk about this issue is NMPA senior national correspondent, Stacy Brown. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? Doing great. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that's good. It's been a while since we've had you on, but um, certainly, uh, you know, I, I know you're pretty busy and doing some great things, so I, we understand. <laughs> well, we, we're all trying, Chris. We're all trying. <laughs> right. Stacey, the disparate numbers when it comes to missing children in America are alarming, but rather than just shaking our heads and saying a few prayers for the missing children and their families, you know, this really should be a call to action to the African-American community all across this country. Yeah, there's no question, because we, we've learned over the years, over the decades, over the centuries, right, that we can't count on um, mainstream media to, um, to, to show that our kids are missing. Uh, we can't count on law enforcement, unfortunately. Um, as you said at the top, 40% of the 425,000 missing children in America are black. That's 156,000 African-American children under the age of 18, and that is just unacceptable no matter how you slice it. Right. And, Stacey, uh, I understand one thing that contributes to these disparate numbers is that black families are not receiving the best information when it comes to how their child is classified, when they go missing, and also how long to wait before they officially report them as missing. That is absolutely um, one of the, the concerns. Um, I spoke to Sherry Jefferson of the African American Juvenile Justice Project, and uh, she mentioned several things. Um, but one of the biggest things, again, um, Police, she said, do not often inform the black community of the process of reporting missing children. We always hear about you have to wait uh, a certain amount of time. Some some say 24 hours, some say 48 hours before you can um, report a uh, child missing. But the problem is um, when we hear that, many of us, we just stop doing what we're doing. We, we don't pursue anything. We wait that two days, um, and that's a mistake. 
and, and what Sherry Jefferson is saying. We have to be proactive immediately um, because they, they're quick to classify our children simply as runaway and not missing. So runaways, they're not given uh, priority, Chris. And, and so um, you know, they're, they're out there. And so there's so much misinformation. Parents are misinformed. Families are misinformed about the process. And so one of the things that Sherry Jefferson um, of the um, AAJJP uh, stated, she said that we have to immediately, uh, first of all, we have to know how to speak to the police. That's, that's the other thing um, that we don't always uh, think about. Um, they may look at us as somebody who's just uh, panicked about a runaway, and mostly because they're black. But she recommends using social media immediately, and that's the one good thing you can point out about social media. Uh, information can travel fast. You, you've heard of the saying, going viral. Well, the object is to make uh, a missing child or a missing person uh, go viral. So there are different hashtags, Chris, that she recommends, including miss, hashtag missing, um, hashtag breaking, um, and, and tweeting at Jefferson and Company or Jefferson and Co. CEO um, or Black Girl Tragic or even at I Have Vanished. And, and she mentioned also using the black media outlets like the uh, NNPA, like the Seattle me- uh, Medium, like Ebony Magazine. Um, go door to door, question your friends. Um, question their friends. And, and so it's a lot we can do, uh, Chris, to be proactive that she brought out. Um, and, and I really liked how the, uh, the um, AAJJP, uh, which is the African American Juvenile Justice uh, Project, is attacking this and other things that disproportionately um, affect African Americans. Right. And Stacy, one of the things I thought was important was uh, that uh, guys talked about in the article that you written that's in this week's Seattle Medium and online at seattlemedium.com is the importance of having cell phones in the name of the parents um, when you need to retrieve the phone records. Oh, I, I thought that was um, so important because um, oftentimes, you know, <laughs> children, our, our children, they want their independence. They don't want you uh, knowing uh, all their contacts, all their con- what's it, who's in their contact list, but it's for their protection. It's for our protection. And, and one of the things that uh, Sherry Jefferson mentioned, as you, you point out, retrieve the phone records. This is, she says, and I quote, this is why it's important to put all cellular phones in the name of a parent to avoid needing a court order or warrant to retrieve records and creating delays. Um, and know their social media account handles to search for information. And so uh, why why would a warrant be needed? Well, uh, many states, Pennsylvania, for instance, once a child hits uh, 13 years old, they're considered uh, protected. You can't, even the parent, uh, you can't get their information unless the, the child gives permission. Imagine that, Chris. Oh. Wow. Stacey, one of the other things that I thought was important that was in there is the the classification. And I think you alluded to this earlier where, you know, you've got uh, a lot of African-American kids or black kids who are treated as runaways or somebody um, who might be involved in uh, sex trafficking, and they're classified as a person who was voluntarily left or disappeared as opposed to somebody who they believe or, or the perception is that they've been abducted. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So um, 
that happens all the time in communities of color. We, whether it's uh, the AAJJP that we've spoken to, or even uh, uh, John Walsh's um, organization, um, the Missing Children um, uh, organization, or other missing organizations, it all comes back to the same thing. The perception um, is that African uh, Americans, Afro Latino victims, they're less uh, likely to be seen as someone who was forced uh, to, to to go somewhere or to do something to be kidnapped, which is absolutely uh, mind-boggling. Um, a child is a child, no matter what color they are, right? But the the thing she pointed out too, which which I think is also a great idea, is to have GPS tracking devices on a on a cell phone, a bracelet, a necklace, or something, um, and not just with the children, but with the, with with the elderly parents, but uh, the other thing, call and make an official record. Call 911. Go to the police department. Make an official record. Even if they don't want to classify the child as missing at the moment, still document your calls to show that you, you are taking this action. Um, 911, she, she mentioned something important. All their calls are monitored and recorded. So, um, instead of like dialing the non-emergency number at the uh, uh, police department, call 911 because those calls are auto- automatically monitored and recorded. And she, she also mentioned how you can respectfully but vigorously request to file a missing persons report um, and don't suggest. And I thought, Chris, this is critical because um, that's the other part. They, they write it off as perhaps a mental uh, health episode. Uh, don't suggest. To uh, law enforcement immediately that this is a, a a child with a mental health problem, um, you know that it's a stigma attached to that when it comes to black people, um, and and that will be used to show that well maybe that's why they just wandered off, um, and and that could have been the case, but you don't want to eliminate um, this action that can be taken if they're taking this report because they're going to have to act on that report. Right. And, Stacy, what should we do as a community, not only to be proactive, but really get serious about locating these missing children? Because ultimately it falls on our community to create uh, a sense of urgency to do so. Yeah, it'd be nice to say we need to get back to it takes a village, because it's, it certainly still takes a village. But unfortunately the way uh, the world has, has changed so, so much, um, you know, we don't have that village anymore. We don't have, um, you know, Miss Jane down the block who's gonna gonna look out for you. We don't have, um, you know, Uncle Sam or Uncle uh, Uncle Tony who's going to uh, make sure that you are, you know, safe and and make sure that you are um, following, you know, your friends. So um, what we have to do, certainly, we have to, Chris, you and I, and the Black Press have to take the lead, and 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 our. Um, our uh, readers, our viewers, our listeners, they have to also band together. If something's wrong, if someone's missing, um, yeah, file that report. Come to us. Let us get the word out for you. Let's help you get the word out. Let's mobilize. Uh, we mobilize for so many other things. Well, what's more important than a child's life or a missing person's life? We can mobilize for that. So we have to be proactive. Um, she mentioned, uh, Sherry Jefferson, that is, mentioned flyers and putting up flyers. Uh, yeah, uh, posting photos. We, we now, we don't just have to put uh, flyers and photos on uh, light poles or, or trees. 
now we have social media. Things, as we mentioned earlier, can go viral quickly. Um, so let's let's make sure that we do that. But the black press has to be um, more ever vigilant. And and we, you know, the National Newspaper Publishers Association um, certainly has been that. We we have made sure to to get the word out on missing uh, children, especially missing children of color. So we have to continue to do that, Chris. Well, Stacy, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. I want to also thank you for staying on top of this issue because you have been on top of this issue for, um, I know, well over a year, if not maybe two years or more. Um, and so we yeah. can never provide too much of a spotlight on this issue in our community. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Chris. All right. Have a great weekend, my friend.